Welcome to Under the Hood Podcast. In this podcast, we pop the hood and give you an inside look at the hows and whys of our ministry here at Cornerstone Church. I'm Michael Knave, your host. Welcome to this episode of our podcast as we get to talk about one of my very favorite subjects and one of Keith's favorite subjects for sure being on mission Keith Fossey great to have you in studio today hey thank you Michael great to be here so so give us a, a little snapshot of who is Keith Fossey we've got airplanes and lows and yeah. now being on our staff as missions director who are you yeah yeah so 58 nice right right got personal fast. Yeah. So yeah, I had a career with Lowe's. It was like 30 years where my wife and I got to kind of travel around the country, do a lot of cool stuff with them, settled back to Southern Illinois, where we're originally from. Mm -hmm. And yeah, retired about six years ago, got involved with Cornerstone and yeah, uh, love doing the serve thing, love motorcycles. Yeah. Uh So T and I'll be out on the bike, you know, anytime it's warm, love flying. So yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Oh, Thank you for bringing your experience, your passion to our missions as our director. And in the last episode, we we talked about kind of put uh, Nathan and I put that time capsule together. Yeah. Yes, of the month we spent focusing on our serving and how in following Jesus, that's what we do. And so so in that time capsule, we had Abraham willing to leave it all and take a few interesting people with him. Right, and then right. Isaiah encounters the Lord and says, send me whatever it is. And then we find Jesus teaching that his sheep serve, and then all the way to Romans 12 being the overflow of the gospel. So as that as the guy who is so passionate about yep, yep. missions for us at Cornerstone. What was it about that series? Maybe a high point or what, what was it that, that again, inspired you yeah. to lead us on this journey? Yeah, well, first of all, we appreciate us spending this series. It's been yeah. really so good so far. And, you know, to kind of take a month and go really deep and serve and really all of these different facets, I think it's great. And then the time capsule really pulled it all together. Uh, yeah. So I appreciated that. Matter of fact, our, our small group went through that a couple of weeks ago. Great. So that was great. great. But yeah, when I think about kind of what we pulled out from it, um, I think about that first that first week and something that really stood out to me that sometimes a step of faith is a step from comfort. Mm, it's not yes. going to be yes. necessarily comfortable when we get called to do something. And I think servings like that. Um, we'll see that, you know, sometimes God's going to call us into a mission field, a place, mm-hmm. a position uh, that's not necessarily going to be a comfortable right off the bat. So, oh, so good. we've got to get past that, I think, if we if we look to step out and serve. Uh, so that was a big thing for me. And then Isaiah week two, to be <laughs> honest, that took me back to the Army. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, one of the things the Army teaches us is really when you volunteer – do it without consideration of the consequences, mm. which is exactly where Isaiah was. He was. He, he yes. was responding. I don't know where we're going, but I'm right. going. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's exactly the way I think about that, that, yeah, we've got to serve that way. Mm. Yeah. That is so good. So that is I, so good. I love that. 
Now put on put on your missions director hat. Yes. You have shared with me four pieces uh, regarding your vision for mission. Uh, can you kind of walk us through those and, and tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. Yeah, the first and I think the most important thing for me is to really think about how we develop the missional heart of our congregation. Yes. So to me, that means that, boy, as a congregation, we see opportunities in our community and we have a response. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, not everything's going to be for us, but there, right. there's a way we can make a demonstrable impact in our community. And be honest, we can help people follow Jesus yes. along the way. Right? Okay, good. Uh, so, yeah. So that's the first thing when I think about. The second thing is to really go out and find those opportunities for people to serve in. And yes. they've, they've got to be varied. They've got to be diversified. Mm. I was talking to some people last night, and they said, hey, you know, I work Monday through Friday. Yep. What do you have on the weekend? Or, hey, I work through this, but I'm available at that. So we've got to be able to make opportunities that are available in people's schedule, mm-hmm. but also within the field that they're looking to serve in. Not everybody's going to want to build a ramp. Not everybody's yeah. going to want to unload yeah. a truck. Uh, so yeah, one of the things that we try to do is find those opportunities, kind of curate them mm-hmm. so we know that they're good ones. Um, and then the next step is to really make sure that, uh, we do very well in supporting the people that do it. So it comes off when it's supposed to be, yeah. the, the, the needed right. things are there. Right. So not only is it a good opportunity to make an impact, but it's a good opportunity for the volunteer as well. So mm-hmm. we want it to be a good experience both ways. Uh, and then finally, you know, we've got some opportunities where people walk up and they say, man, I've got this great idea. I've got a heart for this or that. And uh, we want to be able to come alongside those folks, help support them in growing those ministries. Um, yeah, because we've got some unique resources here at the church that we can help bring aside those um, to really help them be successful. Yeah, you you mentioned those uh, startup ministries. I, I know that like three that I know of that you have been able to bring us into partnership with, uh, especially in the startup realm, would be Worth the Risk, Elizabeth Refuge Home, and Hearts and Minds. And I, I really appreciate you helping us um, help help others get started and help missions develop right here in Southern Illinois and in our region. And so it's exciting to see you you taking us down that path. Yeah, I think the you know the important thing with each one of those three is, and they have a founder that's behind them that's yes. got a heart for right. serving God and right. serving others. Um, and in each three of those cases, man, they just it just oozes out of them. And mm-hmm. uh, it's exciting to see that the work that they're doing. So yeah, we get to come alongside them and maybe fill in a gap with a resource or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's a technical assistance. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's just plugging them into volunteers, giving them more awareness. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, for instance, Hearts and Minds would be the ministry that Chris Duckworth is mm-hmm. doing with athletes over in the SIU campus. We're super excited about what he's doing over there. You know, we had a house that, be honest, we weren't really sure what to do right, with it in Carbondale. Right. And now that's a ministry house yes. that Chris and his family live in, that they're able to bring students to, that they're able to help feed them uh, physically and mm-hmm. spiritually in that house. So that's so good. Uh, yeah. Really good. And 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 as you're discussing this um, and talking about us being on mission, when we think about it, there's the aspect of living on mission, like my workplace or living on mission at home. And then there's the aspect of go on a trip. Like I want I want to take a trip to Puerto Rico. Yep. Or there is that, hey, start a ministry locally. Um, 
talk to that that aspect of being on mission almost kind of in those three ways what what else would you what would you add to that yeah i think that's a good way to think about it and uh you've been good to remind me over time that you know some people are going to be on mission right where they're at yeah. uh, that may be at their home that may be at their workplace and they may not have margin to go outside of that space but they can be effective missionaries for god right there mm-hmm. so maybe with their family or it could be with their coworkers, yes. maybe people that their workplace interacts with. Right. Um, so there's a huge opportunity for that. I think an example that you give me sometimes is a doctor, right? There's there's a doctor that sees patients, and they'll have a chance to minister to yes. those folks yes. physically and spiritually. Yes. Uh, so that's a good example, I think, of being on mission right where you're at. And then, yeah, for sure, there's plenty of opportunities in our community uh, to serve and I think that's important. You know, it's we have a lot of needs. And um, thankfully, Cornerstone's always made that a big part of what we do is to serve locally. It is. Um, so I'm so thankful that we've got that focus. So we'll, yeah, we'll find opportunities for people to serve like that. Uh, and then, yeah, there's op- obviously opportunities. A lot of times when people think about going on mission, it's overseas. Yes. Know? It's not right unless they're mm. sleeping on the ground, mm-hmm. if they're in the jungle someplace. <laughs> and I get that. I completely right. get that. So, uh, yeah, we want to help find those opportunities and help support people that want to do those things, too. So I think all three are they're valid. And, you know, you may be in a different season of life where one's going to fit today. Yeah. And just like me, when I retired, another one fit right. in retirement. Good. So, yeah. Good, good, good. And and I really appreciate uh, something that you have now started is us having a missions fair and bringing those opportunities in front of our people, opportunities to go, opportunities to buy, be right here on mission. And so thank you for starting a missions fair to, to keep that in front of our people. Yeah, thank you. I give Kayla a lot of the credit for that. Mm. She helps us with all things missions, and she yeah. did a super job of putting that together. But Man, that was super exciting just to see the response from our congregation. Yes. Um, you know, back in the rec room, we had yes. 500 people come yes. through there. So yes. that was amazing. Uh, we had over 200 people turning cards that say, hey, I want to serve in a mission area. Uh, and some of that would be here in the church, just mm-hmm. like there's people right now. Right. Right now in our church unloading a semi-truck of food. So, uh, Or they may be going overseas. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're super, super excited about the response to that. It goes back to our number one thing, you know, increasing that missional heart of a congregation. So super excited to see that. Well, you just mentioned, as we are recording this episode, there's ministry going on right now, and it is related to one of the things that in your work, in your study and research uh, as to the needs in our region, food insecurity has risen to the top, and you've really brought that awareness to us. What does that mean? What what do you? Why is food insecurity such an issue, and and how are we getting involved? Yeah, I would say God's kind of been gently leading us down that mm. path, and it becomes clearer and clearer more and more that that's an area that we should be focused in. So when you think about food insecurity, you're talking about people that they don't necessarily know where that next meal is coming from, or they're not getting all the food stuff that they need. And that's one in five Illinoisans, including down here in Southern Illinois. Different down here is a lot of times we don't see it. You know, a lot of times when we think about food insecurity, we think of big cities. Okay. But it exists here in Southern Illinois, Mm. just like anywhere. Um, Yeah. If you look at how many food pantries that, that are around, anytime they do a a give out of food. I mean, there's 
tens and dozens and hundreds of cars lined up to receive wow. these foods. Yes. So it's a huge need in our community. Okay. So I'd say last year when I came on board, opportunities started to present themselves to become mm-hmm. involved with this work. Um, we were fortunate enough to partner with Salvation Army, which mm-hmm. we love Cami and what she's doing there yes. in Marion. So we were able to help them extend their reach in the pantry that they have there. Um, we've also been able to come along some pantries as a distribute food. So that kind of gave us some visibility to what it looked like and mm-hmm. how it should be done. So think White Ash, they do a great job. Yes, so we're they able do. to serve uh, there mm-hmm. at White Ash. Uh, the Williams County Baptist Association does a great work once yes. a month. And then down Goreville, Kaylee's as well. So some of that's been, we've been able to put volunteers there to help the physical need. Uh, we've also helped financially mm-hmm. uh, to replace a refrigerator where a refrigerator yeah. went out. So that's been kind of cool. Recently, an opportunity came front to us about the Midwest Food Bank. So there was a distribution point that was closing in Fairfield. And that's where 18 different pantries in our area were getting food from. Wow. And when that distribution point closed, it wasn't really clear how that was going to work. Um, so really, if you look at this old Walmart building, it's completely set up to mm-hmm. do what we're doing. So yes. this morning, a semi-truck loaded, loaded full, backed up to our old uh-huh. loading dock. Um, and we got a, a group of volunteers back there now unloading that truck. Yes. And this afternoon, we'll have 18 different pantries that will come in, and they'll mm. get their share of that food. So uh, we're glad to come alongside them. Uh, to help in that way. And it's just cool because I think God's positioned us to do that. You know, yes. it's a little bit the old Walmart building. It's a couple people tugging on our shoulders to say, hey, here's the need. Right. Uh, it's resources that we didn't have that became available, mm-hmm. like forklifts and yes. things like that. So, yeah, for, for sure, that's where we see God taking us. And then a cool thing that we haven't really talked about that starts next week, senior food boxes. Mm. Uh, that was another opportunity that kind of came our way. So next Tuesday – we have 25 seniors that will come to our church and they will get a distribution that we'll be helping with from St. Louis Food Bank. Um, so that's pretty cool. You know, they, for the last couple of months, they haven't been able to get that distribution of food because their place is closed. Right. Oh, so, so good yeah. to hear about these new opportunities that have arisen, as you said, that the Lord had nudged you in this direction and seeing that opportunity. Oh, there's one more. And more. Got to yes, talk about there's gumdrops. more. Yes. Yeah. So Gumdrops is a kids backpack food ministry Mm -hmm. that um, in Carterville. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, Amy's run for the last twelve years. Wow. Uh, Really done a good work uh, over there. But recently, they've had to go from getting food donated to them to now they're buying Mm. food. Uh, So they service over twelve hundred kids every week with a distribution of food that goes home with them from their school. Um, so recent in January, we were able to come alongside them and increase the funding that we participated with mm-hmm. it. So we make up 20, 25% of the funding for the food Great. that they buy right now. Great. And we're also coming alongside with volunteers to help pack the food too. Mm. So, and again, when we think about outlets for our people and ways to serve, that's a Tuesday or Wednesday night, yeah. 6.30 to 7.30. Yeah. It's an hour. It's a real easy one that really makes a difference. Good. 
Good. So new opportunities, open doors. Um, historically, uh, one one of the things that has been visible and, and people have been aware of, but we sure don't want to look overlook the impact that Kingdom Builders, mm. you, you were formerly the director of that mm. uh, before stepping into all of missions. Um, give us a, a snapshot, remind us what Kingdom Builders does and, and how this has been such a, an important ministry of ours. Yeah, yeah. So I really got to thank Alan Thompson. You know, Alan is the one that pulled me <laughs> yes. into it. Yes. And then he disappeared. He did. Yeah. Went to the beach or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Alan saw a need, and we started a construction ministry here at church. And I would say over time that that ministry has found a niche with wheelchair ramps. Yes. Um, so like last year, we built 32 wheelchair ramps. Wow. And literally, those guys are every week doing a project of some sort. Oh, well, so good. Yeah. Last year, it was a little bit more diversified, a little less ramps, and a little bit more other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when people come to us with a need— yeah, we try to evaluate it and see if there's something that we can assist with. Um, the cool thing I love about that that I would point out is it's a lot of the same people serving together, and they've formed their own community. Mm, so it's not yes. just, hey, they're serving, they're doing good stuff, uh, but they're stepping out in their faith, and they've created their own community in doing so. So that's pretty cool. To have an opportunity to serve and the fellowship, that community that you mentioned, uh, is is so important and and such a blessing. Uh, as I've heard you say many times, we think we're going on a mission trip or engage in a mission to help somebody else, and then we find huge benefit in in our serving yeah. uh, the Lord. Well, let let's um, in 2024, we've got some trips. Coming up, give us a just some quick bullet points, snapshots of opportunities that people do have to go. Yeah, so this is one of those where we realize that some people need to travel yeah. to call it a mission trip, and uh, we respect that. We had a good trip to Chicago in 2023 mm-hmm. uh, with a great group that went up there, and we wanted to kind of rekindle that experience. So, gosh, and just pretty soon, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to Chicago again yes. with half a group of students, half a group of adults. Awesome. Um, and we'll be serving up there in Chicago. So that one's full, uh, but we're excited Great. for that group yes. to go up there. Uh, in May, we'll be going to Puerto Rico. Uh, that's a group, I think, of 16. Uh, another great group that's mm-hmm. going to, and they're going to have a super experience. Mm. So Send Relief puts that all together for yes. us. Uh, and then we've got a trip in August to Flint, Michigan, and we've got a trip in October to Brownsville, Texas. Um, so we're real excited about those. And, uh, the first two have kind of taken up all the bandwidth right now, Uh but, uh, for people that are interested in taking a trip, those are going to be two good trips. So you get to escape the Southern Illinois heat and go to Michigan in August, uh, and you might be able to pick up a little warmth and maybe see a, maybe see the ocean, uh, down in Brownsville in (laughs) October. And I should say, since I've, I've mentioned Alan Thompson's name once that, uh, Alan lives down that way, and we're going to be partnering with him and his church while we're down there. So we're, yes. we're super excited about that, too. Yeah, so proud of what they have done and started a Renew down there and really appreciate them living on 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 mission. Um, now, as, as we think about um, how we do this together, one of the passions that you've brought to this is us participating again um, in in what's called the Annie Armstrong uh, missions offering. Um, so tell us about us engaging in that and us uh, being involved in what that opportunity is for people. Yeah. So 
Annie Armstrong, as we think of it today, is one of two uh, offerings that are done to help raise funds for evangelism, uh, for church planning, for missionary support. And the Annie one is specifically for here in North America. Yes. So, you know, we know that the average church has 78 people in them. We know that there's declining churches. We know there's a huge need to plant new mm-hmm. churches. Yes. Uh, and there's people out there that are willing to do that work. Yeah. And they just need our help. They need our support. So Annie's designed to help raise the fundraising to support those new churches, support those missionaries, support those evangelists. So, and yeah. The, and the sin relief events as well that we're participating in. Absolutely. It goes to fund that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're uh, we're proud to do that this yes. spring. And uh, we're excited. We hope everybody will consider off, uh, joining uh-huh. in the offering right. for that. Um, so, yeah, we think that's going to be great. And then the other funding stream that is another passion of yours, uh, Renew Secondhand Store yes. is an incredible opportunity for people to participate in. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, sometimes we forget about Renew. They're just down there just, <laughs> yes. just doing great work. Week after week. Um, sometimes, you know, we've got our store in Marion here at the end of the old Walmart building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like always, they take those uh, gently used items, they put them out for sale. Yes. And then 100% of the proceeds yes. of that goes to local missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got the store in Carbondale. Uh, so, yeah, would love if you want to participate in that, yeah, donate your items. There's even opportunities to volunteer if you want to really get into it and sort it out, price it. Would love to have you there, too. But it's a significant funding mechanism. I mean, yes. we can't build ramps uh, without money. That's right. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate the good work that they do at Renew and can't could do it without them. Yes. Yeah. Keith, thank you for bringing your passion. Um, thank you for being on mission in such a significant way that you help us be on mission. Thank you for leveraging this time in your life, this season of your life. Thank you for doing what you do. You make us better because of the passion that you bring that we would be on mission together. Thank you. Thank you. Love it.